I'm starting to think it's time for new tires in my life, John. What'd you do? Well, a couple things going on. So the excursion, uh, I've got almost 100,000 miles on the tires on that thing. So they're getting kind of thin. Nice. But uh, the other day, um, we're trying to rush home from work. I, I'd gone from uh, you know, my day job over to my little part-time job. And I'm I'm just town south of us, and the fiance I'm working at the same place that the fiance works at, and she takes off before me, and she uh, she calls me. Uh oh. Yeah, exactly. As you know, uh, my fiance is deaf. Indeed. And so when she calls me on the phone, uh, you know that it's, it's usually concerning. Yeah, it's usually it's something just pretty. Just a little. It's usually something pretty serious. So she is yelling into the phone. I think my tire fell off my car or my whole uh, wheel or something. I'm just up the road. You need to come right now. So, uh, yeah, tires on her vehicle. She's got that lifted Chevy Tracker with mm-hmm. 30s. Uh, the entire um, tread peeled off of one of hers. Oh, so. so she needs tires, not you. That's both her of, problem. Let her figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kidding, think, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we both <laughs> need tires. So I think I'm going to be in the... Um, uh, market for a couple of sets of tires pretty soon here. Fun, fun. Maybe that maybe our listeners on Four by Four Talk or something can recommend. Uh, we both have BFG All Terrains. I think we're going to stick with those, but maybe they can recommend something different. We're looking for uh, personally. I'm running two eighty five seventy five sixteens, and then um, the uh, she's running uh, thirty by nine fifties. I happen to have a set of those. We need to talk. Okay. It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio, they're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up, here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. I can't in good conscience sell you those tires, man. They're over their 10-year DOT life. Over 100,000 miles, and Project XJ needs them for the short time being. Okay, well, why does Project XJ need them? So you can wheel around, or are you going to drive it on them? I've, I've got to move it. <laughs> you're you're going to drive around with tires that have 100,000 miles on them? Yeah, there's still like half tread left, man. What Those kind of? Michelin LTXs. Okay. Those things are sweet. They're garbage off-road, but man, are they nice tires on the road. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, let's uh, let's not uh, bash Michelin too bad here. Oh, no, I love them. Do I'm you? saying they're long-life tires. Okay. I know a guy who had over 110,000 miles on them, and they still had tread left. Wait a minute. So Michelin LTXs? Yes. Do they still make them? They do, but it's like an LTX2 now or something like that, I think. I might have to look into those for the excursion. If it's on the road a lot, I would. They're really high-wear tires. They're, they're more expensive than your normal tires, but well worth it in my opinion. Okay. That or I'm running the Goodyear Wrangler Duratrax, a little more aggressive tread, but I made it through two winters and two wheel drive on that Wrangler without an issue. Running just plowing through eight inches of snow like it's nothing. They're that's, great tires. That's pretty impressive. It's pretty oh, yeah. impressive. So in in news, uh, how's Project X Day coming along? I saw on Four by Four Talk that um, you've done a lot of cleaning and parts collecting and yes, yeah. So I I realized that once i start getting rolling with this i'm gonna need all the parts together 
So I started hunting through the corners of the garage to get everything that I can remember that I bought for it. <laughs> and okay. getting it all in one place, so kind of staging stuff out. Uh, got the donor transmission all cleaned up. It's ready to go in. Uh, what else have I done? I've ordered almost every single part I can think of. Uh, I put the last order in today for pilot bearing a slave cylinder for the clutch. So the the only thing left now, I think 10 years ago when I first started buying parts for this, I bought the wrong trans mount. You're probably not going to return it after 10 years. No, I'm pretty sure it's only a 30-day return policy. Okay, all right. Well, the box is gone. Well, you know, I've known you a very, very long time, and typically, um, no offense, but you're kind of a procrastinator with some things sometimes. Yeah. And so what's the motivation here behind uh, getting Project XJ finally some progress? Well, a couple things. Um, I've noticed my diesel Wrangler is not so good in the winter with uh, cold weather and starting a lot. Okay. So I, I want to get something back for that, something a little better for traveling with uh, dive gear. And I was kind of given an ultimatum of if it's not done by September, then it's got to go out of the garage. Ah. So more so that as far as motivation than anything else. Right. Well, yeah. you know, um, there's a lot of wheelers out there uh, and just car guys and girls in general that uh, have gotten caught in that trap before. Oh, where yeah. They've, they've started a project. Yep. And they've lost motivation, uh, yeah. money, time, whatever it may be. Yep. And the project gets shoved in the back of the garage or out in the field or yep. in the back corner. So <laughs> um, I myself, I'm, I'm guilty of that. In fact, yep. you never asked me how my projects are coming. Well, because I see them with weeds growing around them and oh, dirt and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah, I still haven't touched the axle in the 60s. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, no offense. We've yeah, all been there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit today. Like, how do you get motivation to continue on a project? Um, you know, what causes the project to drop off? What what happens? So, yeah. uh, are you okay? So, you personally, mm-hmm. um, we're talking about Project XJ. What happened? What? Why? Ten years ago, nine years ago, whatever <laughs> it was. Why did you all of a sudden uh, mothball Project XJ? Well, in the very beginning, uh, I was still going to school and had a part time job. So it was a matter of time. You know, I had some money saved up. I was buying parts as I could, but I never had the time to work on it. And at the time, it was stored at uh, one of your previous places of residence, which was about 40 minutes from my house at the time. And between school, work, driving, and all that, I just never had time to do it. Uh, When you did move, it did come home. Mm -hmm. And then I was in school full-time and working (laughs) full-time. So, again, I had money but no time. And then uh, I, I left one of the jobs I was at, was still going to school, so I was working on it. And winter hit. It was too cold to go outside and work on anything. And it just kind of became storage. And life got in the way. Yep. It snowballed. And, I mean, there's still a ton of stuff stored in the back right now. <laughs> but that's slowly getting sifted out over the next, you know, last few days and next, you know, upcoming weeks. Well, I mean, I'm really glad, though, to see on, you know, 4x4 Talk, uh, the pictures of your progress there. It's looking looking good. Yeah, you need um, to step up the pace a bit. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I barely even remember what the thing looked like. The garage is looking good. <laughs> oh, thank you. you it's know. the cleanest it's been in probably four or five years. Well, hey, you know, so. that's good because oh, not, yeah. instead of wrenching out in the driveway like you've been doing before. Yeah. Didn't you do your entire diesel engine swap out in the driveway? On an angled driveway, yes. The entirety of the swap, Yes. 
Okay, well then, okay, <laughs> here you go. What? Why with the diesel swap Wrangler? Um, you worked on that from the moment that you blew your engine mm-hmm. to the moment that it was running and driving. You worked on that pretty steadily. So how how did that project end up getting all the motivation? Well, that was my daily driver at the time. And in the short term, that needed less work to get back on the road. I quickly found out that was not the case as everything I removed led to one or two more things I had to fix. So out of necessity, you had to get it running again. Exactly. And to get it out of the way for the other Jeep. Mm -hmm. I was borrowing my dad's truck. uh, Very, very terrible gas mileage. So I wanted to get that done. And I, I wanted my Jeep back, man. I went a whole two summers without having a Jeep to take the top off on, and I just felt terrible. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear at least that I did not I didn't hear you say in any of your uh, explanation as to why the the project got put to the back burner. Uh, I didn't hear you say that you lost interest. Mm. I didn't hear you say that um, you couldn't decide which way to go with the build. Those are probably the only other two main reasons that you mm-hmm. hear people besides just general life getting in the way yeah people do that and yeah. um i think that's actually even more so than life getting in the way is, is people lose focus on oh yeah on the project or you know they lose interest yeah um and i guess if you just truly lose interest in a in a project um it's time to instead of just collecting it just sell it yeah get it absolutely out of there. um but if you lose focus as to which way you're going to go and you're hemming and hawing and going, okay, do I want to do this or do I want to do that? Then you need to figure out a way to focus. Have you found, like with your um, your Jeep projects, have you found uh, a good way that you can share with our listeners that you focus, um, you know, basically you make a decision? Because I, I guess that is one thing about you. I've known you for a very long time, like I said. <laughs> um, you seem to have an idea right out of the bat that mm-hmm. you're going to do something a certain way, and then you might overthink how you're going to do it constantly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But you you pretty much stick to that plan. You yeah. know, you're not. I've never heard you say, uh, "Okay, well, you know, I'm going to swap this engine." Oh no, wait, maybe I'm going to do this. No, mm-hmm. wait, maybe I'm going to do this. Um, you seem to come up. With, so, how do you maintain that focus as to your original build plan? Well, what, what I do, what I'm looking to start anything, be it you know, a gun build project, a Jeep project, or anything I'm working on, I look at the end. So I look ahead and see what do I want to do with it, where do I want to go with it, and kind of work backwards from there. So okay. that way when I'm working on something, in the back of my mind always is the end. So that makes it easier to make a decision like Project XJ. You know, At the time when I first started it, I wanted a, a trail rig... You know, very good for trail, but still good for daily driver. So that's why I didn't want to do like a one-ton axle swap off the rip and run 35s or 37s. I wanted something that's mild build. And Makes sense. And worked backwards, and everything at the time led to stock. Okay. So I kind of did the best of stock with that build, and every evolution from that was, you know, what can I bolt on that's stock I can get cheap to make it better? So it's almost like you picked a theme and you ran with it. Exactly. 
Yeah, and th- I think that's really good to do, and and that's a popular thing that you see a lot of magazine builds and a lot oh, yeah. of Instagram builds, where you know they'll be building a, a Jeep or mm-hmm. some truck or or whatever it is, and they're building it with a, a theme and idea, like okay, yeah. this is going to be like a rat rod, or this is going to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm trying to think of a, a good example there, but but you know what I mean? Oh you yeah, know? yeah. You look at some of the vehicles. Was it Peterson's magazine? Mm-hmm. You know, they build stuff for their ultimate adventure trip they do every year. Yeah. Same thing. They they find an end goal, what they want, and they work backwards. That's true. That's true. And that's, that's what I've always found. You know, you have that goal in mind. How do I get it to this? How do I make what I have able to do this? Okay. And like I said, that's what I do with anything. You know, I know where I want to go with it, what I want to do with it. That enables me to make decisions on those parts, you know, or... Even short term, like a decision I'm facing right now, I have an issue with Project XJ and the Transmount. There's options for it. You know, I really wanted to go with a polyurethane mount, but in the short term, a stock mount might just be best. Yeah, well, and if you make it at least to a point where um, it's it's an easily boltable, not a custom exactly. product that exactly. you can you can undo. And that's that's the only reason I'd make that compromise at this point in the build is it gets it done. And it's a very easy part to swap out and fix that later. Okay, yeah, yeah. So. Transmount's pretty simple to oh, do. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's not bad at all. Um, yeah, I, I find myself uh, doing more of the, you can't really figure out which way I want to go with a certain build. I, mm-hmm. I, for an example, um, you know, I've been wheeling that FJ60 Land Cruiser now for um, going on six years, I think. Mm-hmm. And I have kept it pretty much... As I purchased it, which mm-hmm. was with a three-inch old manimu lift, and I've done modifications since I, I made my own winch bumper, put my own yep. winch on it, um, ended up putting some uh, stops so I could take and put the uh, uh, 37s on it without them rubbing. Mm-hmm. But I keep going, okay, well, am I going to take and put a uh, um, one-ton axles under it? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I going to do... Uh, say an FJ80 rear axle and then widen a front axle. And and I keep going back and forth in my head as to what would be the best option. Now, what has worked best has been the stock drivetrain Mm -hmm. that's been re-geared, but I've had a lot of rear axle issues. I know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I keep blowing up the rear axle. So I'm trying to figure out in my mind, um, you know, do I rebuild the the rear axle yet again, mm-hmm. or do I look for an upgrade now? And I and I think that's been my procrastination on that project. That yeah. and you know, I've been really busy at work oh, yeah. lately. We're in the busy season right now, so. Um, and then of course, within line off road, I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm, you know, tailing so customers. Sort of a similar decision I had. You might remember this in the beginning with Project XJ, the rear end. You know, it had a Dana thirty five. You know, drum brakes, weak axle, not not the greatest for an off-road. You know, fine for daily driver, not so great for, you know, moderate off-road. Mm-hmm. So the decision at that time was a Ford 8.8 rear axle. That gave me the disc brakes, better gears, you know, the, uh, what is it, the track lock differential, they yeah. call it. You know, just a lot of options, and it was an easy bolt-on, well, not bolt-on, but an easy upgrade, you know, with minimal welding, minimal fabrication to make it work. That's part of the problem that I have is there's nothing that's an easy upgrade for the sixty. Yeah. 
it's got that offset rear axle. So oh, if yeah. I was to take something out of a different vehicle, I'm going to have to retube it. I'm going to yeah. be looking custom axle shafts, and I still like that I can fix it with stock parts right now. That's that was the other thing with mine. You know, like you said, stock parts. Yeah. If I break an axle shaft, I can go to the store and get one. I'll order it at least. <laughs> so you know. I we I've been trying to motivate you to go with the XJ and, and get Project XJ done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to motivate me a little bit too. You know, I want to take it to Wheels in the Woods. We've yeah. got Wheels in the Woods coming up September twenty eighth. Um, oh, hey, hmm. another bit of uh, news on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe we now have all of our sponsors in for Wheels in the Woods. Excellent. Um, and I would like to do some shout-outs right now for those. Sounds good. Um, right now, we are sponsored by Michigan Specialty Coatings, um, and they do fantastic high-end um, like flooring for garages Ooh. and for commercial buildings. Nice. And they, they can do all sorts of crazy custom designs. Um, hmm. their, their specialty is more like the big commercial stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if there's like a dealership that wants to do their logo in the floor or something like that. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of the stuff online, and they, uh, they've they got a Facebook page. And I wonder, could they put the wheel-in logo again in epoxy in my garage floor? Uh, I'm, yes. That would be awesome. Yes, they could do that. <laughs> they could do that. I don't know how it costs. You have to call them and find out. Um, so that's one of our sponsors. Uh, another one of our sponsors is uh, Codette's True Value Hardware. Uh, they have three hardware stores, one in Livonia, one in uh, Fowlerville, and nice. one in Williamston. And uh, they're big in their community events, and there's a lot of people that are into 4x4s out there. Sweet. And uh, one of the things that, uh, and you might recognize the last name, Codette, you know, it's the same last name as myself. That's my older brother. Um, but he wanted to support the, nice. That's cool. uh, the, the event here. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, uh, Jeff. And, you know, go to True Value, check it out, tell them that you listen to Wheelin'. Yeah, um, sure. He has a great prices. I've noticed when I've gone out there on some of the specialty fasteners and bolts, and, really? and I need to take you out there sometime. Yes. He, his walls and walls of uh, like chrome hardware and all sorts of crazy stuff. And, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and then we have Foxfire Fixins and uh, ABC Home Commercial Services. Sweet, sweet. So, um, I think that's that's it on our sponsors right now. But cool. Um, oh, Thumbprint News is uh, sponsoring us as well. So. Excellent. Uh, lots of sponsors for Wheels in the Woods, Dude, September 28th. Uh, I'd like to get everybody out there. Absolutely. I know so. a lot of people I've been talking to have interest, and parts I've been selling, mentioning it to people, and they're interested. One guy wants to bring a few buddies out. Have so. you? Awesome, awesome. Um, have you sold many parts from that parts truck that you uh, were? Only three or four. I've had some tentative things. Uh, I have one guy who wants some stuff once I... I I'm not ripping the suspension out. I need it to roll, but he wants the axles once I get that ripped out. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some stuff left. I've sold a few things, but more so I've kept what I wanted from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I already warned you of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can have so. enough parts to build yet another XJ? Uh, no, just the one that I have, just Project XJ. <laughs> okay. I probably could have started a second build, but no. Well, you know, there is another problem that a lot of um, people who work on rigs mm-hmm. and even antique cars run into. They go and they purchase and they or they heirloom whatever it is. They've got a mm-hmm. vehicle they're working on, and they purchase a. 
parts rig yep. that ends up being too nice, and now they've got two vehicles, and yeah. they battle back and forth which one to do. I, I was in that fence, too. Is the excuse me, the donor Jeep had a carbureted 4.0 conversion, and it, it took a little bit of doing, but my dad was able to help me, and we got it running. Yeah. So at that point, it's a running, driving, carbureted 4.0 Cherokee. It's pretty weird. Yeah. I it was really unique. I really wanted to do something with it, but I just I couldn't justify it. You know, I've, I'm I'm still juggling, you know, continual upgrades to the Wrangler. Uh, which reminds me, I got uh, everything I need to finish the four-wheel drive repairs. So I'll uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks have four-wheel drive done on the Wrangler finally. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. But yeah, I'm juggling that project and Project XJ. And then the idea is once those are both done, I, I want to start staging for the commando build. You got a lot so, of work ahead of you. Yeah, the commando's probably going to have to wait till I get my own garage, though, I think. I imagine. Yes, I don't think pulling another Jeep in once these two are done is, uh, I might get shot. <laughs> <laughs> By who? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, about the, about time to, you know, John. Why don't you just buy one of those places that is like a eight thousand square foot pole barn, and there's nothing else on the property, and then just like get a camper and live in the pole barn. Hmm. And just have like so basically have like a, a four hundred square foot house, and you know like seventy five <laughs> yeah seventy six hundred yeah I like it. <laughs> That's what you should do, man. Yeah, That's but then I'm gonna have to fill it with tools and more projects and. I, I'm not seeing an issue here. Money. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, that's just a tool, too, you know? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you just get more of it. So why don't we take a quick break, buddy, and then... Uh, Sounds good. All right. The following is a public health alert from ABC Home and Commercial Services regarding bats. Backwano contains airborne viruses and fungi that are spread throughout the home through heating and cooling air circulation. If inhaled, it can infect your respiratory system and cause anything from flu-like symptoms up to and including death. Bats can also soil your insulation, causing thousands of dollars in replacement cost. To have them removed from your home, call ABC Home and Commercial Services at 810-794-5678. That's 810-794-5678. Welcome back to Wheelin' with Keith and Johnny Orange. Today we are talking about project motivation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, during the break, I was thinking about um, something else I've been procrastinating on, and I really haven't decided how to handle this. Uh, both my Wheelin' rig, my FJ60, needs some body work, as does my tow rig, which is my excursion. It's got mm-hmm. some rust issues. Duct tape's no longer covering it? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's... Uh, I think I'm past the duct tape point. I, I might be to the point where it's the spray foam and, uh, Ooh, you know, yeah. That's pretty bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, so, you know, part of my procrastination with the 60 is do I take and I love the patina look of the rig with mm-hmm. the crushed brown, root beer brown sheet metal, but now the driver's side doors are so bad um, if you go way back on the wheeling page, you actually can see a video of what happened uh, on a winter run last year. And, you know, I would love to keep that color. So I don't know if I'm going to try to repaint a couple of doors or mm-hmm. if I'm going to try to peel the skins off of these doors and put them onto different shells. I haven't figured it out yet. I mean, there's, there's options. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I'm procrastinating. I'm trying. I just got to do it. I and just, I had a, a friend of mine many years ago. He wanted to get the outline for procrastinator on a uh, tattooed on his chest. 
and not finish it. Yeah, and only get it half filled in. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like that it. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, I have a lot of issues with procrastinate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> that's great. That'd be really cool. Well, you know, and that, with the excursion, um, it's getting to the point where it's going to need some rocker work, uh, which is common yeah. on the excursions. Um, I did buy four doors in Florida that are nice. completely rust free. Got them super cheap at one of pull your own places. So nice. Um, issues, same issues I'm battling with Project X, Jay. Yeah, except rust. I have two by six steel tubing to replace the rocker panels with. Well, you nice see, and solid. <laughs> even there, that I'm deciding whether I want to do that on both of those vehicles on the excursion and on the FJ60. Do I want to go with stock rocker panels or do I want to like tube it all out? Now, the FJ60, I think I'm going to tube it. The excursion, mm-hmm. do I really want to start moving that over to wheel and rig? territory or do i want to keep it all stock eh, i mean again there's there's pros and cons to both i'm i'm very pro build it stout yeah i know you are <laughs> yeah i mean if i could build it and still get the mileage that i get out of it like yeah. lifted and all that stuff i'd probably do it but then even then you know i'm pulling tools in and out of it at work like every single day and you're gonna beat it up <laughs> well there's that but then you know having it stock height oh it, yeah is kind of nice yeah i'll admit that so yeah, I don't I don't do there, man. Um, you know, I'm feeling old and short when I uh, try to, <laughs> even though I'm not short. You know, just jumping in and out of that thing all the time. And yeah. So you know, if I lifted it four inches, it's like, oh, it's four more inches now. I gotta. Yeah. So procrastination, procrastination. Yeah. yeah. You're not very good at like helping me to get rid of my <laughs> procrastination, though. Like you gotta like help motivate. Well, yeah, you gotta look at your end goal. I mean, what do you want to keep it on the road or do you want to go off road with it? Well, you see, there's the problem. See, you well, can I look. I can't answer that question. See, you you've got your end goals. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Well, come up with. I some. just take each day at a time, man. <laughs> well, stop. <laughs> just stop. Look ahead. Just stop. Take. Yeah, plan ahead. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> oh, it's, it's easy. It's yeah. easy. All right. Yeah. So you got a nice retirement set up. Hell no. <laughs> okay, all right. You can uh, believe that, right, producer Andrew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can believe that. But so, so, yeah, I mean, how far are you looking at it? Do you only look ahead with your projects? No, I look ahead at the completion. What do you, I, I mean, want to do at, them when they're done. No, 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 no. Everything in life, do you look at before? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I look ahead, like, with, you know, fixing up this, this house that I have and everything. Mm-hmm. But So you've got more priorities ahead of what I do. So it, it's how understandably so? a little more. Well, you have a house, family, you know, all that well, good okay, stuff. Well, okay, okay. Family, fam, family, you don't have a family? I mean, I got my parents, my brother, and my sister. Well, that's but, a family. Well, yeah, but they're not directly affected really by anything I do. Uh, you want to bet? I mean, I know they, they're not. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Aside from me taking up the garage and yeah, big you, oil spot. Your mom has not, the Jeep. Your, your elderly mother has not been able to put... Uh, her vehicle in her garage in the winter. She has to get out of her car in the middle of the winter, and she has to, you know, like try to walk all tenderly across the icy driveway. And she's gonna slip, and she's gonna break a hip, and it's all gonna be because somebody took the last ten years. And- Boy, am I glad she doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I was talking to her the other day. I ran mm-hmm. into her, and she's like, "Where do I watch your podcast?" And I'm like, what? And she's like, I want to watch the podcast with you and John. And I'm like, well, what do you mean watch? I'm like, listen to it? She's like, I want to watch it. And I'm like, we're, we're, we're not on YouTube yet. I'm like, eventually we probably will be. Yeah. And she's like, well, how do I watch the old episodes? I'm like, do you even know what a podcast is? That's what I said to her. And she's like, well, 
No. <laughs> so, I thought I had done a good job explaining it to her. Uh, Apparently, no, I you, failed. You did a terrible job. I'm she, sorry, Mom. <laughs> I'm like, it's like a radio show. And she's like, well, like, what station's it on? And I'm like, no. It's not yet. It's on the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know? I just got a, a blank For those stare. wondering, it's uh, wheelandradio.com, no G, and you can listen to all of our past episodes. <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, oh, you know, actually, speaking of which, and this is a technical thing that producer Andrew's going to have to look at it one of these days, I was um, messing around on some of the other apps to mm-hmm. see, like, how many episodes that we have. Yeah. Um, some of the other apps only have, like, five or six of our episodes. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like like uh, Apple and I think Stitcher. So Apple has them. Okay. All the other ones, you just have to go to like more episodes or previous episodes. See, I couldn't find that. So the best way, and, and this is actually, man, this is a great segue here. The best way um, for people to look at all of our episodes is to go directly to um, wheelandradio.com. Yeah. Or if you're using a... Uh, an app, go to Podbean because that's our initial mm-hmm. um, uploading. So download Podbean, which is a podcast. Actually, just downloaded it. Oh, you just. Well, you, I, I listened yeah. through the website. I didn't know there was oh, a mobile app for it. Okay, so now I have the mobile app and the download. All right, so yeah, you got to download Podbean, and yeah. then um, you can listen to all all of our episodes are on there, mm-hmm. and all of our end of the trail episodes. So you know, for our listeners who may be wondering what that is, you don't even see them on the Podbean app until yep. you are a what's called a patron, kind of like Patreon, and you sign up for that. And for as little as a dollar a month, there's different levels. Mm-hmm. As little as a dollar a month, um, you can listen to our end of the trail show. John, how would you describe our end of the trail show? Mm, politically correct on here, a, a good time. <laughs> yeah, we okay. So we have a good there's time. There's nothing bad, but it's a little more open, a little less uh, scripted, less. Pre-planned. <laughs> yeah, so what we've been doing for approximately the last eight or nine episodes... Um, it's a wind-down. Yeah, it's a wind-down yeah. show. We call it The End of the Trail, and we talk about how the episode went. Yeah. A lot of times, we kind of continue the episode. Oh, where, yeah. Because we remember things, and we're like, oh, man, we should have yeah. talked about that. Well, all right, we're going to talk about here. And like I said, for as little as a dollar a month, you can... Oh, get access to all that. Get access to all yeah. of that. And it Don't does... Don't get a decal or something like that, too? Or is that uh, the next level? I, I think the five dollar level. Okay, yeah. Um, and so you know the nice thing about that, um, if you become a patron on there, you know, like I said, it'll give you notifications mm-hmm. if there's new episodes coming up, and uh, and that's really nice too. Oh yeah. But it helps to support just the the little expenses we have because oh, yeah, we have absolutely. monthly expenses to keep the podcast going. Yep. We have equipment expenses. Um, so listeners, uh, please consider going to. Uh, it's not Patreon. We will eventually have one of those as well. But go to podbean.com or download the Podbean app. And that's B-E-A-N, P-O-D-B-E-A-N as in Nancy. Uh, download that, and then um, you can... What is that? That is looks like an old Roadster. Oh, a T-Bucket Roadster just nice. went by. Nice. Very cool. Um, the um, Download the Podbean app, and... You'll see on there it says become a patron, and you can click on that, and it'll tell you the uh, the levels, and you know you can support us, and it helps out a lot. So, all right, enough of the plug on that. <laughs> but uh, what were we talking about before we started plugging on that? Um, oh, uh, okay. all right, <laughs> I, I lost it. <laughs> well, we're still talking. We're still talking about procrastination. Project motivations. Yeah, project motivations. <laughs> project motivations. Um, 
Okay, well, let's talk about how do you ward off, um, how do you, you know, when you're on a project, how do you keep yourself from losing interest? That's a good one. And uh, I don't have a very good answer on that. You don't? You don't? <laughs> no. I mean, there, there's so many things that can get in the way that cause you to kind of lose focus. Okay. You know, it's it's it can be difficult to do that. Yeah. You know, as I said, I, I kind of have the end goal in mind. But, I mean, there are days, you know, I'll be struggling to choose between parts or pick where, you know, what direction I want to go with something. And I start looking at all the options and I just, you know, I get a headache, I get frustrated, and I just shut it down and don't go back to it for a few days. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think with me, I, I do have a type of an end goal. And what I'll do is I'll set that, I'll say, okay, I am going to this event. Mm-hmm. And because obviously with our four by fours and being hobbyists, oh, yeah. we're using these vehicles at events. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to be ready for Bruce's chili run, or mm-hmm. I'm going to be ready for this event that's at Silver Lake or whatever yeah. it is. And I usually find myself, though, even knowing that it's going to be coming up months and months in advance, mm-hmm. I find myself in that mad rush. Oh yeah. The last week or two, and I think yeah. that's a common thing. Absolutely. Any any purpose built rig like that, you're going to have. Uh, not problems, but concerns with that. Yeah, and absolutely. You know, there are guys out there yeah. um, that don't do that mad rush mode. That mm-hmm. they, they keep their rig in tip top shape yeah. and they're always ready to go. But I'm that type of guy that I, you know, it's okay. It's getting close. Need to do this now. Yeah, and I, I think that's gonna throw together some of the better stuff. I mean, you can you can dump a hundred grand into these things all day and come out with a really nice rig. Yeah. But it's those last minute things, you know, I, I, I like building, I like tinkering with stuff. Yeah. You know, you have that purpose. I need it done this date for this event. What do I need to do to get it there? You know, I want to go to this after what can I wait on? Yeah, true enough. Um, <laughs> on my FJ 60 project, uh, I, one thing I can think of is we were going to be going up to a snow run, mm-hmm. and we had we had previously done a snow run with it, and at the time we had really really junk tires on it, yeah. and um, we had gotten stuck just in basically snow and ice several times. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, we're going to need a winch on this thing." Yeah, and at the time I didn't like any of the aftermarket winch bumper options, mm-hmm. and I frankly was pretty much broke and i said man i still need a i mean we had enough money for the trip i think we'd already prepaid for it and everything but Mm -hmm. i said i need to have and i had a winch but i didn't have a way to mount it and so i had this old piece of six by six tube steel Mm -hmm. and i just started cutting it and bending it and shaping it into (laughs) what i wanted yeah and i get compliments to this day you know i built that thing in two days nice and people look at that thing and they go where did you buy that i want one of those bumpers and yeah. it's like well that's a thin line off-road special oh do you do you make them for other people <laughs> and not yet but yeah. you know you never know that's uh, been my favorite part of any build any project anything is the what do i have that i can make work yeah oh yeah and i i've used that philosophy in every aspect of my life at work you know different video productions i've been on the diving stuff yeah. You know, we, we have an issue on the boat. We had one a couple weekends ago. A piece of the gear was falling apart. And it's like, well, you know, not not the breathing gear. Nothing like that. It was a harness, piece of a harness that was bad. So it's oh, like, personal diving gear. Yes, yes. I was not thinking, the boat, not the I boat. was thinking like the gear, the gearbox on the boat, and I'm oh, like, was no, it no, going to no, no, sink? No. Or like, <laughs> you no, know. oh, there's Roadster again. Yeah, same Roadster. Yep. Yeah, let's no, see it. It, it was just, uh, you know, well, this this it was a customer. Uh-huh. And, you know, a customer who works for a shop. Okay. So it's like, well, what can I do to help them with this? 
So, you know, thought about it, and I, I had a few things rigged up for something else. It's like, I mean, that'll work. Duct tape? That'll get him by. No. Zip ties? Nope. Uh, marine, uh, what, what was it? Heavy-duty marine-grade bungee and a couple of bolt snaps. And it worked for what you It needed? worked beautifully. And yep. it didn't, didn't uh, risk safety or anything? Nope, not at all. There was nothing permanent about it, nothing dangerous about, you mm. know, the way it was done. The individual was aware. And like I said, the individual was a, a higher certified yeah. diver in the industry. So, you know, knew what to keep an eye out for. And it, it was just kind of a, a secondary safety net, so to speak. Your inner MacGyver came out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I listen to that dude a lot. <laughs> hey, you got to do that. You gotta, and, yeah. I mean, you could be in any, and that holds true with, you know, even off-roading. You know, you break apart. All right, I got to get out. What do I have at my disposal that I can do that with? True. So yeah. if, you, if you train yourself on that, I mean, like I said, it carries over into every aspect of life. It's it really great. it really does because, um, and you're right, every single aspect of life. Oh, yeah. If you think, you know, if, if you're in the mindset all the time that everything has to be brand new and mm-hmm. shiny, you're going to go broke fast. Oh, yeah. It's great if you have the budget, but I'd say probably 98, 99% of people don't. Exactly. So, I mean, I do the same thing. I get yeah. up, you know, 4 or 4.20 in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'll wander out, and I look in the fridge, and I go, okay, we've got no leftovers from last night. Mm-hmm. What am I going to take to lunch today? Yeah. And I've come up with the most creative meals out of oh, stuff yeah. I have found out of the fridge, and it's just cold meals, and I, yeah. and I take it to work. And I Absolutely. mean, your inner MacGyver yeah. comes out. You know, we I mean, had, that's not uh, fixing something, but you get what no, I'm saying. No, we, we had a video shoot. And we were using a confetti cannon for one of the final shots. We only got one shot at this. I think it's pronounced confederate. Whatever. <laughs> a confederate Shot pieces cannon. of confetti. Oh, I thought you meant like a cannon no, from the confederate, no, 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 like from no. the Civil War. <laughs> no, but that would be awesome. i got to remember that for next time. Okay, so you had a confetti. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, confetti cannon. Weird. Yep, and it, it's powered by a CO2 tank. Okay. Well, everybody forgot to bring the gasket that holds the, the valve fittings together so it doesn't leak CO2 everywhere. Uh-huh. We're in the middle of a barn in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, well, what are we going to do? Do, do? do you not like the trees? No, I love the trees. Well, this, the trees want the CO2. Just let it leak. But, but we're in a barn. We, need, we needed to get a shot that it wouldn't have worked any other way. Okay, so <laughs> what'd you do? Well, I again, I went down, and you know it's an old barn. I'm looking around see what we have that I could make one out of. And what I ended up doing, I took the bottle cap off a water bottle, cut a little hole in the middle, cut the rim off the outside, and it fit perfect. All right. And, yeah, it was a soft enough material. It it, uh, crimped down nice and tight when you tighten the fitting, and it worked great. I carried it on as a good luck charm. (laughs) Yeah, you know, sometimes that's that's what you got to do, man. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) You know, I don't (laughs) even know why I thought of this. Speaking of just trailside repairs, we've talked about a lot of those on several episodes. Mm -hmm. Years ago, I was on a motorcycle trip, okay? Uh, we were on Enduro Crossport motorcycles, and we were driving around uh, the uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan, okay? And we uh, were, were going down the road, and I, I, I don't remember if it was my motorcycle or the guy I was riding with, but one of our bikes, all of a sudden, this big, giant nut that holds on the sprocket, Ooh. Head backed off, Ooh. and the sprocket was all loose, and the chain's flopping around. We're out in the middle of nowhere, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we are on a paved road, but we are probably 20 miles to the next town, nice. middle of nowhere. And uh, so we pull over, and uh, we're looking at this thing. And uh, I said, oh, man, I got this. 
And he says, what? He says, where are we going to find a wrench that big? (laughs) And uh, I pull out of my bag. I got a pipe wrench, like, for working on plumbing. And he looks at me, and he says, why are you carrying a pipe wrench on a motorcycle trip? And I'm like, man, I didn't know what I was going to need, so I've got all sorts of tools in here. Absolutely. Like, I mean... What could you possibly? But it was big enough. We were yep. able to jam it back on with a pipe wrench. Nice. And we got to the next town and got the right tool and got it nice. fixed. But you know, I've got a whole bag of tools that it's just some. I know I need this. I know I need this. Yeah, I could probably have a use for that. I always have a pipe wrench in the yeah. back of my vehicle because you, I don't. You can, but I'm gonna. <laughs> you can you can use them for all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. You can use them for. We used one at work for as a hammer today. Now you're not ah. supposed to, but you know, eh. it works. It's only suggested that the tools built and designed for this purpose. You can use it for other. All stuff. right. No before problem. we go to break, one more story. <laughs> so when I was a kid, uh, and I was taking in high school, I was taking uh, shop classes and uh, auto shop. You know. And our teacher, very first day, comes up, and he takes this screwdriver, and he holds it up in front of the whole class, and he says, can anyone, it was a flat screwdriver, he says, can anyone tell me what this is? <laughs> now, I w- I'm pretty smart on my feet. I'm pretty quick-witted sometimes. Not always, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, you know, last episode where I kind of fell asleep a couple <laughs> times, but um, I was pretty tired. But right. So, anyways, um, I'm pretty quick-witted. And I knew that the answer he wanted is that it's only a flat screwdriver and that's all Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be used for. So I'm like, yes, sir. I said, I know exactly what that is. It's a scraper. It's a pry bar. It's something (laughs) to poke holes with. And I said, everything but flat screwdriver. Nice. Oh, my God. He just looks at me and it was this look of death. Was that your first day of detention? No, but he looks (laughs) at me and he says, you're going to be the one. (laughs) He's like, I already know. And I'm just like, "Ah, yeah. And then he went into his speech about how it's only supposed to be used as a flat screwdriver. Nice. So, but, all right, buddy, let's take a break and then uh, we'll talk a little bit after that. Sounds good. See you in a bit. Hey, it sounds like it's time to swap out that old engine for something better, John. Yeah, man, but I have so much into my trans and transfer case set up already. I don't want to change those two. Sounds like you need to call Quick Draw Brand Adapters. They specialize in conversion bell housings for nearly all diesel and gasoline engines, including the new 2.8R Cummins. You know, I like weird engines, though. I want something different. Then you definitely need to visit quickdrawbrand.com today. They have those hard-to-find parts. They also have used diesel engines available. You can call them at 513-446-9654. Cool, I'll do that. See what they have. Thanks. All right, welcome back uh, to Wheelin'. I am Johnny Orange. No, I'm Johnny Orange. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Or, so. or am I Keith now? <laughs> I don't want to be Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one ever wants he, to be Keith. He's bald and ugly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Love you too, buddy. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we've been talking about procrastination and not getting projects ready. And, um, you know, just thinking of this, there's there's some other things. Beautiful fiance, uh, she has a little Chevy tracker lifted, I was mentioning earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I hate to mention this, but I, I probably I probably shouldn't even say this on air because this is pretty sad being a 4x4 guy and running a 4x4 business. Everybody look out for gunshots. Yeah, no, um, her four-wheel drive went out a little over a year ago, and, oh. it's, and it's a pretty simple fix, and I keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> That's all right. I haven't put my front drive shaft back in in two years. Do you have one of those Bluetooth drive shafts? No. No? <laughs> no. 
You know what I'm talking about, right? I have no idea, to be perfectly honest. Y- y- where you don't have a front drive shaft. Like the show trucks that drive around, and oh. they're all jacked up, and uh, yeah. they've got the uh, you know the big rims, big tires, all that stuff, mm-hmm. but then they have no front drive shaft. Yeah, there's another name for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> I am thinking that um, maybe by the time this episode airs, I'm thinking about putting up on 4x4 Talk. I have noticed a lot of trends in the um, off-road, not so much the off-road, but in the truck and 4x4 community mm-hmm. lately that are, in my opinion, now maybe I'm just getting to be a crotchety old man, but in my opinion are counterproductive to the idea of owning a four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Things such as you know, stretch tires on wide rims, um, you know, stacks, uh, you know, and then just some of the accessories that seem unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And you're all right over there, buddy. Yeah. I forgot about something. Just ignore me. Just (laughs) ignore you. I can't ignore you while we're running a podcast. (laughs) Just ignore me. I'm almost done. You're just, you're almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Orange is over here texting away furiously on his phone. He is, he's probably, uh, who knows what he's doing. He's probably buying something on Facebook Marketplace that he shouldn't buy. No, no, no. Something else. Uh, I'm entered in a raffle I'm supposed to watch for my name on, and I totally forgot, and it's almost over. So I may have missed out winning some stuff. Oh, my God. It's like gambling, man. A little bit, but it's free, so. Okay, all right, fair enough, but. Yeah, maybe we should do something like that. We should do like a watch thing on uh, on this. You know, hmm, we could. Sometime. Yeah. But, um, you know, back to our, our topic of, of procrastination, because we, we're procrastinating on the procrastination topic. This is true. Here, you so know. It's a very literal episode. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Um, of course, we, we've talked about some of the motivations behind it, and I guess... Really, that it's different for everybody, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I will throw up a um, by the time this episode airs, or when this episode airs, we'll throw up a thing asking what causes you to procrastinate on your, you know, like that. your build. You know, and, and I'd like to hear. Genuinely, I would like to hear. Um, you know, we've had a lot of nice activity on four by four talk lately and some of the stuff on wheeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, some of the guys out there, uh, we haven't heard from in a bit and I wonder if they're procrastinating on their rigs, Yeah, you know, what's going on there. And, you know, like I said, life gets in the way for a lot of people, Absolutely, and, you know, but, uh, I'm enjoying project XJ's, oh, uh, you know, updates over, uh, you know, they've been putting on wheeling, posting as wheeling, but whatever. Yeah, I'll fix that eventually. Yeah, <laughs> that works out. That so works hopefully out. the next uh, set of pictures will actually be progress on the the vehicle itself, not just staging. Yeah. So I, I have um, probably a little over, probably about half the floor pan piece made ready to weld in. And I, I kept looking at the floor the other day at this piece that I was going to have to cut and form up to make it. A more complex piece to make it fit. Uh-huh. Well, I was moving some parts around and found that piece that I apparently had made up many years ago and I forgot about. Why, why didn't you just... Floor pans are available for those things. Why didn't you just buy floor pans? The uh, At the time, I didn't have the money. So okay. I bought the floor, just heavy gauge steel to repair it and make them myself. Uh-huh. So I still have all that. And the problem is, since I replaced the rocker panels, it's not going to be an exact fit. Well, this is self-tappers so, and duct taper for. 
I have one Jeep held together with that. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> this is all going to be plug welds and painted to look nice oh, and done all, properly. All pretty, are you painting the outside of it yourself too? Uh, eventually, not right away. Okay. I, I had plans to do that in a, a tinted bed liner on the whole outside. Oh, okay. Uh, time and budget does not allow for that, so it's going to be flat black with blue doors for a while. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, why nah. are the fenders off on it, by the way? I'm looking at the pictures right now on 4 by 4 Talk, and... <laughs> And that's a Facebook group, by by the way, listeners. If you're not in it, uh, join it. Um, we a lot of times talk about stuff afterwards on there. But uh, I'm looking at Project XJ right now. Mm-hmm. Why, why is there no funders or front end on it? So the front end was taken off to do some of the engine work. Okay, fair enough. And the fenders came off as part of that and to get easier access to the door hinges. And there was oh. some work that I had to do behind it. I needed access behind those panels. Did you put crank windows in it? Yes. Oh, okay. so you it, mentioned that. Yeah, more it episode. had electric windows. Um, I am eliminating those, and I put manual crank windows in there. Okay. So nice. Uh, I found a set of doors that was completely rust free. I mean, absolutely mint in a scrapyard. I, I remember though. That came from the local junkyard, didn't yep. they? And you were saying that was kind of a rare setup or something, wasn't it? Or at least a more rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not totally uncommon, but in that good a shape for that year, it was astounding. I remember they were really nice condition oh, yeah. doors. Yeah, so. the the biggest issue, not issue, more personal preference, they did not have the vent windows. The original doors had the little vent windows in the front, and I really like those. Oh, you like the vent windows? I love them. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can flick your cigarettes out and stuff. No, no. Hey, oh. being environmentally responsible, you're supposed to dispose of properly. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> no, I don't smoke. But I know I just, you don't. I like the option. Yeah. So I had originally another set of just totally mismatched doors, missing panels, missing pieces I got for free from someone. So I stole the vent windows from that to put in these doors. Okay. And then I got rid of those doors. So. Right, fair enough, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Um, well, I'm glad to see that somebody is not procrastinating on their project. <laughs> um, I am still procrastinating. I'm going to did for about... Eight years, but <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I mean, but again, certain things got in the way. Yeah, so. you you can uh, you can start really getting on my case if I ever, if I ever <laughs> wait eight years. Although, I mean, in reality, I have projects that have been even longer. I haven't touched my, um, you know, my '55 Chevy from high school in, yeah. in you know probably twelve years. Didn't you and catch the electrical on fire in there? No, or that was a '56 that I don't have anymore. Uh, but uh, no, the '55 it needs a carburetor. It gotcha. needs Needs some TLC and yeah. Um, and then I actually have been thinking about bringing, and this is another one that I'm procrastinating on. Now, mm. I, you know, tell you what, let me just get your opinion on this one. Okay. So I don't know. Do you, have you ever seen, or do you ever remember? I've pretty much always had it in dry storage since I've known you. I have a '53 Chevy pickup truck. Have you ever hmm, seen that? The, I have not the black one. Okay, um, so I've got that in storage. It's '53 hmm. Chevy 3100 two wheel drive pickup truck. Nice. The transmission is shot. Mm-hmm. In it. Um, I. Have an S10 five speed that would bolt right in, mm-hmm. which would uh, still has the stock, uh, stock, um, you know, straight six in it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I am debating between making the truck look as absolute stock as possible, keeping a stock type engine. I don't think it's the original engine, I think it was replaced mm-hmm. at one time, but, um, and using it like kind of a fun work truck mm-hmm. or. I do a four-wheel drive conversion. How good a shape is the the body and frame and all that in? Well, the frames on those were paper thin to start with. Mm-hmm. The body itself is really good. I mean, it needs cap corners. That's about it. 
I mean, if it if it's solid and in decent shape, I'd try and keep it original. I well, mean, it'd, it'd be a cool build, be a sweet project build. Original is it's got a three speed column shift transmission. Ooh. I like driving a three on the tree, but there's no overdrive, and so yeah. it's not really good for modern highways. Yeah, not practical. Yeah. I've got the five speed I could put into it. Um, I mean, rebuilding the three speed would not be too terrible, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm just there's another one. I haven't decided which way I want to go with it. I mean that that'd be that, that'd be where to start. You know, decide if it's something you're going to use a lot, drive a lot, go longer distances. Then yeah, put the five speed in four wheel drive conversion. I mean, that, it's got to be relatively simple on that. Well, it's leaf spring front. There you go. But so it's not gonna be too bad. But at the same time, if you're you know occasional driving just around town, not really long distance, I'd keep it original. Yeah. I mean, something like that. That that can't be a very common truck. Uh, they're more common than you'd think, but they're mm-hmm. they're getting up to the point where if I had to go buy one again, I probably couldn't afford it. Gotcha. You know, it's been in the family a long time. It was my dad's truck. He gave it to me a number of years ago. Nice. And so yeah, I don't know. We're we'll have to see on yeah. that. So I'd take it out, evaluate everything really closely, and just kind of go from there. You might see it show up here pretty soon. I've Sounds been, good. You know, once uh, a couple of these other vehicles are out of here that that are already bought and paid for, but mm-hmm. people haven't picked up yet. So yeah, but. All right. Well, man, um, is there anything else you want to talk about, or do you want to procrastinate on the ending here, too? <laughs> uh, either or. I go either way. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, we, we, you know, oh, almost forgot. We did not do a trivia. No, we did not. Now, uh, we do need a correction on the trivia from episode 16 that we did, and we're recording. Mm-hmm. This is episode 18? Sure. Okay. I think. <laughs> episode 16... We did not, or we said that they needed to go to uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. and they needed to tag us on Twitter, but we said at Whelan. Oh, yeah. That would not get to us to do it that way. Um, they would actually have to t- uh, tag us um, at Whelan Radio, no G. Mm-hmm. And so I think, to be fair, we need to extend the one from that episode works. 16. Yeah, so, I think that was kind of my bad anyways. Well, both of us, <laughs> uh, I didn't really know, but um, why don't we extend it? And, Sounds good. Um, should we tell them the question again, or should we make them listen to 16 again? I don't remember the question. All right, well, then I'll remind so, you. Yeah, um, The Jeep Grand Wagoneer mm-hmm. had a cheaper four-door model yep. that did not have wood green siding. What was it called? Sounds and you good. said that we were going to give away three decals. Sounds good. So... Um, it's the same question, but you, what you need to do is you need to say at Wheel and Radio um, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was the, and then put your answer. I like it. And that's all you need to do. Just tag us. Sounds simple. And so, a real simple one. First three, we'll send you a decal. Sounds good. I'll do it right. Um, so, uh, lastly, we just want to remind you again we did talk about it in the beginning of the episode. We have Wheels in the Woods coming up mm-hmm. September 28th. Um, that is a, like a parking lot show, but it's not a parking lot. It's out in the woods, beautiful wooded area. It's called Foxfire Farm. Um, and you can go out there and it's a lot of fun. We're mm-hmm. there from about 10 to four that day. We're going to have a couple different events. Um, oh, speaking of which, uh, I, I think, you know, we're doing a, uh, power wheels race for the kids. Oh yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So that is going to be a technical race. It is not going to be a speed race. So you can show up with your hopped up power wheels, but it's going to be about technical. Like they're going to have to go through a course and not hit certain cones and things like that. Mm -hmm. So um, going to be a ton of fun for the little kids. I like it. So bring your power wheels out with you, with your kids. Um, There's no extra charge. Once you're in the event, uh, when you're there at Wheels in the Woods, there's no extra charge to compete. And we're also going to have an RC rock crawling race for anybody that wants to bring their RC cars. I like it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's about it. Yeah. And for more information on that, you can go to themora.org or facebook.com slash themora museum. Yeah, um, there's also a event page if you actually just um, put into Facebook Wheels in the Woods. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's an event oh, cool. page. Um, and they can just find it on there and you can Sweet. say you're interested in going. So, John, do your thing. Thanks for listening, and have a good one, everybody.